Welcome to the fifth episode of Professional Overthinkers. The show where we overthink so you don't have to. What's on your mind? A lot. Yeah. This past week, especially this entire, um, generally this entire month or the entire summer, has been really mentally challenging and stressful with a lot of changes happening in our lives a lot of failures a lot of like work stress studies work and studies weird uh weird doings of luck or unluck <laughs> yeah or would we worked hard or not yeah so and i've been reflecting and uh just like to myself i've been reflecting and i was thinking of this whole topics of mental health and mental stress and and a lot of times people say that it's like nowadays it's really talked about but i don't think it is talked about enough and i and even if it is why is it a bad thing if it's talked about a lot yeah why do we praise like if we talk about physical health a lot and uh, there's like so many people talking about do this uh, to gain weight or um to be fit or whatever and there are a lot of things for that too why are we not saying there's too many especially like on social media a lot of people say there's so many creators that are talking too much about mental health but again at the same time there's that many creators maybe even more that talk about physical health and the importance of physical health whether it's like more of the fitness part or doctors talking about how to take care of your body so why we don't like why is that a good thing which i'm not saying is a bad thing that is that should also be promoted but why are like is it because we're scared to talk about these topics you know yeah yeah does it make does it, it make it, sense? It makes sense, but also, whenever it's talked about in 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 the media or anything about when when people talk about mental health, it's always about the bad stuff and how to go, how to get out of the bad situation. But nobody even talks about how how to make it good, or yeah, like or how you got there, or how you got there because it's also important. Otherwise, what should you do to prevent yourself from going back in there? Mm -hmm. Also, when you're good. Uh, when your mental health is good, they just forget about you because, okay, you're good. But nobody's talking about what you need to do to maintain exactly. the good mental health. Because if you stay good for two, three months, it might not stay the same if you don't take care of it properly. If you don't know how to take care of your own mental health and not everything works for everyone. Yeah. yeah. For example, five hours, five hours of meditation can work for someone greatly. And then for another person that could trigger even more and they could go into this loophole of uh, just being yeah. in a bad mental state. For example, I personally noticed this on me that for some people when they're in a panicked situation or an anxious situation, the for them it's it, it makes them, it, it helps them if um, the, the person who's sitting next to them uh, like talks about something else to to change the subject or to change their train of thought for me that triggers more 
you know mm. because i'm like sitting here trying to stay conscious for example right and i think you 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 notice this yeah uh but when i'm when i'm like in a in a high stress situation and i'm physically feeling like panicked and uh i'm i'm spending most of my energy on just staying calm and breathing and when some people ask questions for their good you know for my good to like get my mind off things for for me i found that it personally doesn't help it just breaks my concentration of feeling uh grounded you know mm-hmm. so that's an example it's of different. a common thing that doesn't work for me necessarily yeah, it's different. for example for me for example that at that moment i need someone to uh, make me not forget about it but make me feel grounded or like make me talk to me about different not like completely different topics just talk to me for example how have how long have you been feeling like this or questions related to it but so i won't stay focused on only on the panic attack you know especially when it's very physical when it gets physical and uh like when you become partly paralyzed and it becomes very hard and yeah so basically that in that moment i would like to have someone next to me to because some people i'm sure they have experienced it experienced this when you don't feel your hands mm-hmm. you need someone to make you feel your hands when you can't use your hands yeah, you need yeah. someone next to you that is going to help you breathe, breathe and use your yeah. hands you know and but again i don't want to promote that like if you're having a panic attack talk about something else and forget about it no afterwards when you are feeling a bit calmer try to analyze why it happened Absolutely. the triggers that were uh like contributed to you having a panic attack what led you to it and for you to analyze it don't just distract yourself fully at that moment it could be your solution for me yes it is my solution there to have someone there and not fully focusing on my like what is happening but afterwards i need to analyze it how it happened how it started what triggered me maybe i don't even understand what happened that day but i try to look back maybe like a week two weeks a month to see what happened throughout that made me be at this stage yeah. and made made me to have like a full on panic attack and it's really self awareness is really important and it doesn't happen naturally you have to spend time with yourself you have to spend time with your triggers even you have to fully understand what is causing you happy and what is causing you like stress uh, unhappiness and unhappiness yeah okay unhappiness <laughs> is a word I'm always conscious I'm saying the wrong word. No, it's it's a tradition on professional overthinkers yeah. to invent words. But yeah, as as I'm saying, you have to fully spend time with yourself to understand who you are mm-hmm. and what are your triggers. And this could be triggering for some actually to yeah. spend time alone. You could do it with your friend too. I know and it has helped a lot with me too to talk about 
the same like mental issues that we're having to someone that actually understands is not trying to give me solutions and just with a friend i don't know with a parent even you can actually talk about you to understand what you're feeling and what what is causing you to feel like to have a panic attack or to feel anxious all the time to fully understand but also something about the triggers again no n- not a lot of people talk about they're like oh this triggers me and they're content with that and they're just okay with then letting some people know that that's triggering for them why is it triggering for you yeah what you happened in your life that made that event so traumatic for you that it triggers a physical reaction and the quickest solution the the best solution approach is to find out your trigger find out what what is it's related to if it's past trauma or something and work on that and to make sure that uh you are aware self-awareness as you said you're aware that that has no control over you right now and yeah. coming to that point but some people are just again and this comes with the 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 fact that it's very nice to victimize yourself mm-hmm. sometimes which is a whole different topic on its own but uh a lot of people are just content with being like oh that's a trigger for me and then they will start enforcing other people to just not do any something that's related to that even if it's not bad at all you know yeah if it's a trigger it doesn't have to stay a trigger yes but again it takes time to work on it and Absolutely. to work on yeah. it you have to understand yourself and understand why it happened for example something could have happened when you were in kindergarten someone bullied you in some way and that specific scene may trigger you but and you have to get uh rid of that trigger for you not to be controlled by it your entire life whenever you see that you're going to be like your entire life whenever that happens you're going to be triggered and you're going to have a panic attack you and that too like you have to find solutions for it you have to find the triggers and then the solutions for it, it th- there's no timeline you can spend however much time you need to understand maybe some parts you don't understand maybe you need actual like professionals to help you understand what your triggers are or it could be someone you trust you love or it could be yourself journaling helps when you journal a lot of times for example i do a lot of free writing journal like i don't talk i don't mm. think about what i'm writing no structure maybe it could be like different words that i'm putting next to each other i'm just like just writing whatever comes to my mind and i've read some of my prompts to you like just random things yeah. that just came to my mind at that second that i needed to write just write it down and sometimes what has helped me is like when i have patterns of what i'm writing to see what things are actually are affecting me, what things I'm paying attention to and they're of importance to me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. with that you can help understand that can help understand understand yourself and your mental being because a lot of times we don't talk to people full honestly. Yeah, then that's 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 sort of a a protective thing because you never want someone to judge you or something like that you know yeah and but you could do that to your journal and exactly some people say i know it's like someone told me oh what if someone finds my journal i'm like you can always or you can write it down and then burn it yeah don't keep any traces of it 
you can always just like there has there has actually been this tradition and uh an armenian saying of uh putting th- putting thought down on paper because uh you know it's from the old times like when you had troubling thoughts what you would do is just write about them and then throw it away or burn it because now it's from your mind you literally physically took it on paper so mm-hmm. it's not there anymore it's here and then you burn it or take it away in the sense that it's gone you know and that's how like probably like two generations back that was a very common thing people did just from the geographical point of view mm-hmm. you know no yeah it's really helpful to journal if you don't like to a lot of people don't like journaling they don't they do it for a few days and they they don't continue me <laughs> which is okay but it means it's not working for you yeah exactly so you have to find something else that is going to give you same uh same importance and same amount of peace same awareness in a sense yeah well for me i i i like those um the sci-fi things of doing video logs or like audio logs so i sometimes just like record uh you know alex log i don't know they this this and that of you know the year 2020 something this happened or something else happened oh it's so cool or something and i just keep that audio but i don't do it often but i enjoy doing it and it's uh, it's also a fun experience you feel like you're a captain of a ship or something and you know also making so making something troubling and reporting it to yourself somehow making that experience fun also kind of uh you know demonsterizes the panic because Mm -hmm. it's a natural reaction only you need to understand why it's happening and 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 maybe oftentimes your body's telling you something yeah yeah uh and you know a lot of people think that a lot of people think that it's a weakness and in some some at some point it can become one if you don't control it so again example if you take like uh if you allow the triggers to control you so much uh then everything's everything else might start becoming a trigger you know and then the even the smallest smallest little things uh inconveniences or something can start becoming triggers if you don't control it Uh it will eat you alive so in a sense yes it is a weakness but only if you let it uh win you over Mm-hmm. Okay, but what I would say is that lately I'm shifting from the perspective of don't let it control you. You control it, whatever it is. So basically, for me, with like taking care of my, my mental health, first step is understanding where it's coming from. That comes from practice of being self-aware, which is an ongoing process. So understand your triggers and then don't control them okay don't let them control you but you okay this is not gonna i I, I have a, i have a s- such a good thing to add to what you're saying so I'm, i understand what you're saying Wait. please finish okay you don't let it control you but you you know why i'm saying this because a lot of times when you're you're having a panic you're you're anxious and you're gonna have a panic attack you're like you're thinking what no i'm not gonna have a panic attack this is not a panic attack i'm not gonna have it you try to control it it happens Mm -hmm. what i'm gonna say is like be a friend to it 
You know, don't control it. Watch it. Oh, it's like oh, panic! Panic came by. Oh, hello. Watch Do you it. want tea? Exactly. <laughs> I sometimes put them in clouds. The different, the different uh, thoughts that are coming to me about, like I'm panicking. Uh, like the one in one cloud will be you're gonna die. Another cloud will be you're having a heart attack. Another cloud. All of these clouds that are passing by. I try to watch them. Mm-hmm. I don't control them. I try to watch them and see what's happening. And I have internal communication with my with the clouds sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like, where are you coming from? That's a cool. That's a cool way of visualizing it. So I try to understand where are you coming from and where are you going yeah. to see where it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. And you know it happens naturally too. Some clouds stay longer. Right? Yeah. Sometimes, especially in Armenia, we have days uh, during winter where, like, a whole week we will have clouds over. Yeah, and, and it's cool. We won't see any sun, and that's okay. Some thoughts may be very hard to move move on from. You mm-hmm. know, it's, and that's okay. It's just you have to work with your clouds and work with them, not control them yeah so the thing i was gonna say is perfectly gonna match and incidentally it's uh, one of the other books that i couldn't finish just because of how scary it got but it's a book by um shit i forgot the author uh the the book name i think it was merlin manson but the book name is uh a book about hope second title is everything is fucked uh it's one of the craziest books I have ever read uh and it's about it's about the emotional brain and it's about yeah Mark Manson sorry I was just googling that Mark Manson everything is fucked the book is about humanity and how we think of things but there is a specific chapter that talks about your brain and so we often visualize us as like having an a logical brain and an emotional brain and we always think that the emotional brain is a passenger and their logical brain is behind the wheel but he's like uh uh-uh. the emotional uh brain is driving and the logical brain is in the passenger seat being like you missed an exit you should have done a right here and that's uh, in he i think in one of the lines uh mark manson equates it to like uh sitting as sitting as a passenger next to a serial killer and convincing him that he did uh, has to had to do a U-turn there. Mm. So it's like the more you try to control it, the more out of thing yeah. it gets because emotion does not want to be controlled by logic. And it's two t- total different sides of your brain. And your car, is, which is your life, you know, you're heading somewhere. So you, if your logical brain is, if your emotional brain is feeling weak and fragile and it's already barely driving, and your logical brain is like, man, you should have done a left here. You'll just do a right and go straight off a cliff sometimes, you know? It's one of the best uh, visualizing, like, story storytelling yeah, ways. And nice. it, it was exactly, it was really close to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just also, wanted to say that. it's really important now that uh, you've put this distinction too. It's also important to understand the, um, like, the brain tune the mm-hmm. biology of it and all of it not, we're not professionals to talk no. about this but uh dr huberman the neuroscientist yes. has very very good episodes that you can tune in and understand the brain and the science behind all of 
what is happening up yeah. there and um all the hormones all exactly. the feelings exactly but i have listened to another person another doctor i don't remember his name but his l- last name was amen was it daniel amen anyways he says that um for example when our we we are having some physical issues when we go to the doctor they look at the organ mm-hmm. so it's like when you are having mental issues why not look at the organ look at the brain yes uh, daniel daniel gregory amen american celebrity doctor who is practiced as a psychiatrist and brain disorder specialist yes yeah so he talks about healing the brain the organ he talks about uh that's his uh that's his uh approach approach treating the organ which is really fascinating because when we we're hurting we're having some digestive problems we go uh, we see like we look at our intestines and whatever Mm -hmm. so why when your your mind is hurting you're having mental um, problems why not go and look at the brain at the brain yeah yeah it's important to understand that it's not something out of out of the blue it's happening and that's why it's called health mental health because it's all about your body's health it's so much more difficult to heal because uh, the body you know exactly you have a tummy ache something's wrong with your tummy but when you have a panic attack induced by your mental stuff it's so much harder to dig down and understand where that came from it's harder it's it's harder harder because of like lack of practice we have in also true and lack of opportunities were offered to actually take care of it and uh, the maybe it's even expensive to do that. But actually, this is what I was coming to. Like, you don't have to always go to a doctor to do it. There are little steps that you can take to help with your mental health or with your health in general, like your brain health even. There are mm-hmm. so many different articles written on uh, how to take care of your brain, which is... And the, they say, like, treat the brain and the mind will follow. So yeah. if you take care of yourselves and I don't want to, I don't know. I hate that. Like we, some people have this weird perception of people who preach about health, but I I am going to. So mm-hmm. when uh, I say like move your body, you don't have to run 500 kilometers per day yeah. and drink 10 smoothies, smoothies. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> so mean, it's the same that Huberman and, and, and Joe Rogan talked about as well. What you're saying, uh-huh. move move exactly so just any kind of movement for example you can just like put on music and dance yeah go on a walk maybe for example you're gonna get your groceries for the week don't go to the closest supermarket go Go to to the further further. one yeah that will make you walk Mm -hmm. move your body that's really important do things and I'm not saying all of it is just like has to do physical exercise. No. Other, other than that, do things that make you feel at peace. For example, that could be reading a book. That could be playing video games. Of course, with moderation, all of it, even books yes. and playing and video, video games. games. Especially video games. Especially <laughs> video games. Draw, um, paint or whatever. Do things that make your heart sing. Yeah. And besides that... It's really important who you surround yourself with. It's I especially this month I've realized that I would rather be I I don't want to sound very pathetic but no, I would okay. rather spend time alone than spend 
time with people who make me feel bad just like just by being around them yeah or whatever i do they comment on it or they have this perception of me that they try to enforce upon of you enforce mm-hmm. upon me exactly be around people that feel very warm that are like sunshine and it's no it's really important yeah of course it the it's really important to be at peace by yourself and internally but your environment affects anyone even like with trees flowers and all of that environment plays a huge role and for example if you can't change the if you don't like the country you live in and you can't at this stage you can't change the country you can mm-hmm. change your surroundings you can be and be surrounded by people who are not gonna make your mental even, health even like worse. rearranging or redecorating your room or rearranging things of how they were yes yeah, that also yeah. helps you know mm-hmm. that's also surroundings and <coughs> it also ties in what you'd say with movement um like rogan and huberman also talked about this but also my personal high s- one of my high school teachers was talking about this like when a man or a woman or a person in general is concerned what do they do like what's their posture or they have a question in their mind what's their posture their posture is like sink down head like down a like a banana and the hand on the chin or something you know the classic per- portray what do they look like they look like a question mark oh yeah. yeah yeah and so what he was saying is if something happened that made you like that naturally because you always your body always finds the most natural position for itself in given how you are if you're strong and courageous you're always going to be puffed chest puffed out even if you don't net consciously do it you're gonna yeah, your yeah. back's gonna be straight and if you're like uh having a day like uh, you know your shoulders are gonna be down your head's gonna be down and what he was saying essentially is it ties in with movement that uh if something happens and you put yourself and your body goes into that position if you constantly keep yourself in that position your brain's gonna think you're in that state you know mm-hmm. that's interesting so so even and i and i've heard uh, other I, i don't remember i can't quote now but i've heard other medical people also talk about this like about about brains and stuff um i sound so dumb by just saying brains and stuff but you know <laughs> um like psychiatrists and psychologists they were like uh, essentially if you just change your posture if you just stand up more straight and if consciously try to be straight uh try to keep your back straight try to you know keep your head level also breathe properly it's going to change and you'll your see the world you'll you'll see your problems in a different way yeah. different angle that's really interesting yeah it's one of my favorite stories of like don't be a question mark if you're feeling don't questioning don't be a question mark <laughs> <laughs> that sounds nice yeah don't be a question mark uh look at the clouds look at the clouds know your triggers and uh don't control them work mm-hmm. with them take care of your body with the the organ not mm-hmm. just the problem so yeah and thanks so much for tuning in to the fifth episode of professional overthinkers and we'll see you uh next time take care of yourself bye guys bye bye